At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is hour two of the nightcap here on VSIN. Go up those two. That two. Sean King. Former Tampa Bay Buck. Actually, right now he's former Tulane Wake Green Wave. Great, because we're going to talk some college football here. Upset alert. In just a moment with uh, Thor Nystrom from NBC Sports. So we'll get his thoughts, some of his favorite over-unders. He's been firing away. Green Wave over the Sooners. <laughs> you don't really believe that. Not at all. <laughs> um, well, upset alert. How about... The Sacramento Kings, as producer Aaron Oster let me know, congratulations to them. They are your summer league champions. They beat the Boston Celtics tonight. They were 40-1 to to win it all. Davion Mitchell. They gave odds? Yeah. Wow. There were odds out there. I mean, it's a tough hustle because they don't generally play the best guys the no. whole summer league. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Shout uh, out to the Kings. They won something. That's big. They won by 33 tonight. They were seven and a half point dogs here at Circa. They won by 33. Wowzers. So uh, good job. Well done, Kings. Um, can't say I made a bet on Summer League, but like I said about uh, about preseason football, it might have been a soft market. So if you did your homework, you might have been able to find Facts. edges in there. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't begrudge or demean anybody who finds an edge one way or the other, but the Summer League has concluded here in Las Vegas. Didn't get to a game this year. I didn't either. Next year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We're focusing on football. We're starting a new show. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure this is off, you know, 100 miles and running. (laughs) I had to sneak away to an island for for a couple days. Yeah. You were three days with you. I'm like, (laughs) 
All right, let me let me get off. Let me and first. I get here about three three thirty and start my prep. I know. Yeah, so just kind of didn't schedule wise work for me. Yeah. To, you know. Well, we'll have to we'll have to schedule next year. Maybe we yeah. could uh, figure something out. But it has concluded. The summer league is uh, it's Congrats, all over. Sacramento. Good job, Sacramento. Yeah. Um, couple baseball games that we've been keeping close eye on here this evening. How how have your uh, did you have a big old parlay tonight? No, I didn't. And uh, I'm doing pretty great because I just have been doubling up on the Rays. <laughs> so. more, I would say more so fading the Orioles. Right. right. Uh, the Orioles, by the way, the Rays, I should say. I think we're like 9-1 and one or something against the Orioles this year. <laughs> so I mean, like, Do you get to talk in we because you have a futures bet or because you're from Tampa? Both. Both. I think if you do have a futures bet, I, I believe you become part owner of the team. So, like, last night we talked about Washington, the Huskies, 6-1 to one to win uh, the Pac-12 over at the Westgate Superbook. I now am invested, so we are the Huskies. Did you get your 6-1? to one? I did. Nice. Yeah, so we are, we are in on, uh, Sweet. on the Washington Huskies. So I agree. I think you should be able to talk as if you're part of the team. If you have a futures bet on them, I think that's only fair. Well, then I can say, go Rays, go Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could always say, go Bucks. Just going by your criteria. Yeah. Well, you actually played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. too. Um, the uh, the Colorado Rockies lead is only one now. San Diego has made it four to three. Jack Cronenworth had a inside the park homer, his second of the year, and then Tommy Pham hit one a mile. Out in did. Coors Field. So they have cut the deficit down to one. It is now four to three. Uh, the Mets. You know the total before you go to the Mets game? The total in the Colorado game was 13, I think, tonight. Uh, they got some work to do. Yeah. Four to three right now. Um, Mets right now trailing the San Francisco Giants. They have lost four in a row. And the Atlanta Braves did win earlier today. Philadelphia right now leading one to nothing. So the two teams that sit in front of the New York Mets uh, one is one in the Atlanta Braves. The Philadelphia Phillies, they lead one to nothing. Bryce Harper went into the drink out there in uh, at, at Bank One. Is it still Bank One? Whatever it is in Arizona. You, you, you mean you play for the Cardinals. You had yeah. to have sat in that jacuzzi out there. I have, I've been to one game. <laughs> it is the nightcap here on VEASAN. We got Thor Nystrom talking some college football coming up in just a moment. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Let's keep it rolling. It is the nightcap here on Beeson, former Tulane Green Wave great, 10th in the Heisman Trophy in 1998, 38 touchdowns. How many rushing touchdowns do you have? Yourself? 11. 11 rushing touchdowns? Yep. Beat the brakes off the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Take that, Brian Mitchell. <laughs> Who are now a preseason top 25 team. Brandon Stokely. <laughs> Won the Liberty Bowl. Uh, finished seventh. Got Tommy Bowden, a brand spanking new job. How about that, Zach Wilson? <laughs> We beat his BYU Cougars That's in the Liberty right. Bowl. There you yeah. go. Spanked them. Oh, man. Uh, but Cougars the kittens. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Thor Nystrom, who uh, I'm a big fan of. Does great job with the NFL draft and handicapping college football for NBC Sports. Follow him at ThorKU 
on Twitter. And we're just going to kind of bounce around here, Thor, with uh, with all different thoughts. Uh, I, I do want to start with a team we talked about yesterday. Uh, Sean, remind Thor what you think of uh, what you compare the Pac-12 to? Pudding. Pudding. Uh, he thinks it's like pudding. Pudding. Uh, which is just not a, apparently an appetizing. You know, Thor is not really great. It's not really terrible. It's kind of over there at every buffet. You only get to it if you can't find anything else you like. That's kind of for Southerners. And I just got on the West Coast what Pac-12 sports in general have become. Pudding. Well, for me. Just, it wasn't like watching you back in the day, Sean. I, I, I could talk about that for a while. Man, I loved watching you at Tulane. I appreciate that. Listen, I look, I got one fan, Tim. Look, I don't, Thor's not my favorite guy. Well, you know why, Thor? I bet you uh, this is the reason why Thor probably loves Sean. It's Thor, if you follow him on, on Twitter, he loves NCAA college football, the video game, which oh, okay. I do oh, yeah. too. Yeah. I have to imagine he was probably running around with you back in that. I mean, you. If people fired up the old PlayStation, they had to. You had a bit. Because what I would do is I would just go to quarterbacks and then sort by speed. And then I would pick a team based on that. And I'm uh, sure you were high up there. Uh, I don't even remember playing with myself on college football. Uh, I want to say, like, I was right when they stopped doing it, maybe. I don't think they did the college football game. No, they the did it. The year that uh, Tulane went undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they did it that year. Had to have 1999. Yeah, yeah, I, I, they, they definitely did. I was 14 years old then. They, they, they were out then. Oh yeah, Sean. I mean, you had a 38 to six TDI and T ratio. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, 11, 11, right. 11 Russian <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, I was playing with people. I mean, we, I was the dude, Thor. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, I, I, I had hair and abs, man. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. They can have all the uh, accolades on my hair back. Jeez. Sip into a midlife crisis. <laughs> well, you look good in those green jerseys. Thank you. Well, I, yeah, I, I, we were talking about yesterday. I don't even know what color Tulane wears now. The blue... Throw they got the, the 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 wave is mean now. All I know is week one like a major upset is brewing <laughs> in Nowlands. He doesn't believe that though. That's the thing. He doesn't believe it. All right, let's actually Thor. I want to pivot because I want to start with yeah. the team uh, that his alma mater Tulane is playing in week one in Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma preseason AP poll number two. Uh, you can find them as high as eight to one in some spots to win the national championship. The biggest question has been since the college football playoff has come into existence, teams like Oklahoma, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan State, Washington, they get there and then they get their doors blown off. Now, I know Oklahoma had that uh, Baker Mayfield team that lost in overtime to Georgia. Does Oklahoma have enough talent top to bottom to win two games if they are to get to the college football playoff? This year, I think they do, yeah. Uh, the difference between this this Oklahoma team and some of the ones we've seen in the playoffs in the past is the defense. You know, and, and you're sort of mentioning, like, teams that go into the playoff where they're outmanned in, in a specific, you know, metric or a specific spot, whether it be the offense or the defense. And Oklahoma, they, their bugaboo, of course, has been defense. You know, even with that Baker Mayfield team, they had a, they had a sieve of a defense. But that, that's turning around now. Um, they have a really good defense to, to go along with Rattler, who – I think he's the best quarterback in the nation. I, I think he's the front runner for one one. I, I rate him as QB one in the in you know in the preseason. And then the receiving core is going to be better. Uh, Rattler he had the most uh, drops of, of he suffered the most drop, receiver drops of any quarterback in the nation last year. 
and the Sooners had the most dropped touchdowns in the nation last year. Marvin Mims is, is a year older now, of course. Um, he, I mean, he's already had his star turn, but he's going to be, you know, getting even better. Um, and then Mario Williams is a true freshman to watch out for. Charleston Rambo, he, he dropped a bunch of balls last year. He, he's out the door. They got an import Mike Woods from Arkansas as well. Their receiving core is going to be better. And then Eric Gray comes in, a running back. Like, Tennessee. Trey Sermon was, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, and Ramondre Stevenson the past couple of years were great. But, you know, Eric Gray is, is going to continue that and certainly get drafted. So I, I like the Sooners a lot. Well, Thor, I'll tell you this. I give Lincoln Riley credit. He out-recruited me on Mario Williams. Uh, <laughs> I did everything possible to keep him in Tampa. <laughs> I mean, he is a baller. If the Oklahoma fan base doesn't know who Mario Williams is, Burner. them and the country will know very soon. But very soon. to me, you look at Oklahoma, six titles in a row in that conference. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where I feel like they have major question marks on the offensive line. Will that impede them from – Winning a seventh Big 12 championship because I think it's a little more competitive at the top than it has been in the last couple years. And once they get to the college football playoff, if they make it, will that be their downfall? Well, I, I think that's the area to watch for sure. I mean, you know, this year they're they're going to be relying on a couple of transfers that are coming and certainly, you know, highly hyped transfers. But, you know, they have to replace some of those guys that have left for the NFL in the past couple of years. They're not going to have a question mark at, at quarterback. They, they don't have a question mark at running back. And in my opinion, they're not going to have a question mark at receiver this year like they, they did last year because of some of those guys we're talking about. I, I think if, if the offense is going to be impeded at all, it's on the offensive line. However, the the one caveat I'll get I'll give to that is both they have the highly hyped guys that you know that they're planning on relying on. So so you have that, you know, maybe they haven't produced yet in college, but at least they have that going for them. The other thing is last year Spencer Rattler out of structure, PFF graded him as the highest passer uh, throwing uh, PFF grade um, out of structure since like uh, the past like 4 years. Um, and, and his 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 off platform accuracy, you know everything like that. And then also he was number one in the nation under fire, yeah, under thrown under pressure last year. So he's very good in those situations. Um, he's very comfortable moving around bodies and you know scrambling this way and that. He likes to hold on to the ball, he, even you know with a good offensive line. So he's comfortable with stuff like that. Um, but but I do I I agree with you, Sean. I, I do think that's the one area in offense to keep an eye on for sure. You know, it's a very quarterback friendly system. You know, there at Oklahoma. So I wouldn't be surprised a kid that's as talented as Spencer Rattler. He doesn't have a big year. That's why right now he's the betting favorite right. to win the Heisman this year. So having said that, Oklahoma's going to be Oklahoma. Let me ask you this question, Thor. If I'm trying to find value on who's going to win the Big 12 championship, if not Oklahoma, then who? Uh, the other name I toss out is Iowa State um, that I could certainly see. I, just a ton of guys coming back and a ton of offensive firepower. And, and not just firepower, but they're able to be multiple in a way that some of these other teams aren't. Some of these other teams, they have to win by spreading you out. Um, Iowa State can, can do both because they have a couple stud tight ends that are going to play in the NFL uh, that came back, Charlie Kolar and, and Chase Allen. And then they have one of the best running backs in the nation, if not the best, in, in, in Brees Hall. And then Purdy is, is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Xavier Hutchinson is a stud receiver. So, so they can do a whole bunch of different stuff. They, they can spread you if they want. They, they can go to 12. They, they can bulldoze you, et cetera. Um, and then the defense is always tough. You know, they, that, that's probably the smartest thing Campbell has done um, at Iowa State is formulating a defense that can combat these spread offenses in the Big 12. Uh, of course, they upset um, Oklahoma last year in the regular season. 
So they are, you know, if you're Lincoln Riley, the one team that, that keeps you up at night this offseason, it, it, it's Iowa State. Interesting because uh, there's a guy down in Fort Worth named Gary Patterson. <laughs> Quietly won five of their last six games last year. Has his quarterback, Max Dugan, coming back. Are they any threat? Can Gary Patterson pull off some more Horn Frog magic this season? I, I think if you want to go deeper and, and you really want a roulette, you know, chip or however Phil Steele says it, I, <laughs> I, I, wouldn't argue, I wouldn't argue against a play on TCU. I mean, Dugan's coming back. D- Dugan has improved his passing, you know, each of the years he's been there. His one bugaboo is accuracy, but he's getting a little bit better, a little bit better. Very good runner, and he has the arm strength, too. Quentin Johnston, their outside receiver, was a baller last year. I, I don't think people realize how, how good Quentin Johnston is. Quentin Johnston's going to be a superstar. He, he breaks a tackler to every single time he catches the ball, and he basically catches dang near every ball that's thrown at him. So keep an eye on Quentin Johnson this year. And then Zach Evans, you know, who was the, like the number one or number two running back in his class who originally went to Georgia and then got to TCU late last year. I, I think he's going to have a breakout season as well. Doug Meacham's back there calling plays. They had a lot of success with him before he left. Um, I, I think a lot of things line up there. And then, of course, you have the typical Gary Patterson 425 super aggressive. You talk about another defensive system that was designed to take away the spread offenses. I, I never count out Gary Patterson, especially if he has enough on offense. And this year, assuming Max Dugan improves his accuracy again, they will be dangerous on offense where they haven't been the past couple of years. Talking to Thor Nystrom, who does a fine job covering college football and the NFL draft for NBC Sports at Thor KU on Twitter. I want to bounce around a little bit, hit some other teams. You mentioned Iowa yeah. State. And uh, I, I get it. Uh, they bring back a lot of people. I'm a bit skeptical just because when you get so overhyped, your preseason number six, I, I get a little skittish. And I know week two, man, right now the folks at South Point have Iowa State laying six and a half Thor against Iowa. I think Iowa's a damn good football team, and I think they're going to show it week one against Indiana. Um, this is That's a tricky spot for Iowa State. There's just this assumption that they're just going to roll through everything here. Uh, I think week two is going to be a tough one for them, even though they're at home uh, against Iowa State, or excuse me, against Iowa. What do you make of the, of the Hawkeyes? Can they come out of the Big Ten West this year? Absolutely. Yeah, to, to me, that's a bad line. Um, and I'm, I'm happy you brought that one up. It, it was four and a half earlier this summer. And even at four and a half, I, I thought it was a bad line. I, I get why people are betting on Iowa State. So it, it's like you can explain this to yourself with something outside of that smart money. It, it seems like it's, it's, it's this hype machine around them being, uh, you know, in the top 10. And then with Iowa, it's sort of the opposite where Last year, Iowa lost their first two games by a combined five points. They, they blew these two games at the very end that, that they had won. Outside of that, the rest of the season, the, the last six games, they, they finished six and two. Four of the six games, they won by 20 or more points. Five of the six games, they won by 14 or more points. And they weren't playing cupcakes because they were all conference games. They, they, were, they were beating some good teams silly, like Wisconsin, Penn State, et cetera. Um, you know, at least, you know, quality teams, et cetera. And then, you know, coming back for them, Tyler Goodson's, you know, talking about one of the best running backs in the nation. They also have an awesome offensive line, as they always do. Tyler Linderbaum is going to be the first interior offensive lineman drafted in the spring if he wants, if he wants to jump. 
Um, they have some solid receivers that I think are ready to break out. Tyrone Tracy is the big one. And then on defense, they're going to be nasty again. They, they have seven starters coming back. Then they got one of the best FCS transfers, it, a defensive back named Xavier Williams from Northern Iowa. So you have that. And then they had this stud middle linebacker that was the number one uh, Bruce Feldman breakout player this offseason in one of those lists he does. And this kid was, was supposed to start last year, but it was the COVID thing. And then I think he got mono right before the season. And so he only ended up getting to play one game last year, but he was just beasting people in practice. So he gets added too. So it's really like he got nine starters back um, on defense and they had a good defense as is. I think Iowa is, is certainly better than people think. And I, I do, you know, even, you know, despite what I said about Iowa state, once you start talking about them at, at number six, that's where the juice starts to get a little bit, you know, too much worth the squeeze, you know, as opposed to my perception against, against the public. I, I think Iowa State and Iowa are fairly close in terms of overall talent. The other thing I'll say, look, look at the history of the Cyhawk here, the, the, the game the last 20 years. I, I don't know when the last time that Iowa State beat Iowa in that game by seven or more points. you got to go back 15, 20 25 years. I don't know when the last time is. I, Iowa, of course, has dominated that series, but like even when Iowa State has won, it has been very close games. That is a bitterly contested game, a huge rivalry game. Um, I do not see Iowa getting clocked in it, especially how good they are. I think that's a bad line. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think Iowa, uh, you know, they're. I, 14 to 1 to win the Big Ten. I mean, they'll be a massive underdog if they come out of the Big Ten West, but I think they're a talented team. Um, I, I want to hit on UNC real quick. We got less than two minutes, Thor, uh, because there's a lot of hype here, too. Preseason top 10. Um, you know, they've got a showdown with Miami in November. Night game at Notre Dame. They'll be coming off a bye. Notre Dame will have just played USC, so a good scheduling situation for North Carolina. They lose Deami Brown. They lose Michael Carter. They lose Javante Williams. What do you make of the Tar Heels this year? I, I would go over on them. I, I think the last time I seen their their number was nine and a half. I, I would go over on that. They have bases. So, I mean, people think about the guys that they lost because they went in the draft. So you had Chaz Surratt on, on defense. And then, like you mentioned, you had Newsom, you had Diami, and then you had the two running backs. But outside of that, they didn't lose anybody. I, I think they have 10 starters coming back on, on defense. And then I, I believe the whole offensive line is coming back too. Then when you talk about the skill positions, restocking that Ty Chandler came in from Tennessee, Ty Chandler is going to be an NFL running back. He's getting drafted. Um, and then at the receiver position, they had all these young kids that were really, really good. Um, Josh Downs is, is probably going to be the number one guy this year. And he's a burner. Uh, last year, I, I think Diami and Daz were a little bit overrated. If, you know, if I may say they, they, they had an issue with dropsies that was just sort of light of where Oklahoma was. Uh, I think they're going to be able to replace those guys. I think Howell's going to be a little bit better. I think his offensive line is going to be better. UNC's offensive line has struggled the last two years. They finally got continuity guys coming back, et cetera. I think it'll be better. I think their defense will be too. I'm going over. He is Thor Nystrom. Does a fine job at NBC Sports. As you can tell, great knowledge there. Oh, yeah, good Sean, job, Thor. Sean, Sean's taking his notes. He's already circled Iowa plus the points. So Sean, Sean likes taking notes, Thor. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan of your guys too. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. There he is, Thor Nystrom. Follow him on Twitter at Thor KU. We'll recap that a little bit. We got some Big 12 to talk about later on in this hour. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap here on Beast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the nightcap here on VSIN. That is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Just had Thor Nystrom on talking some college football. Thor's high on Oklahoma. He is. I'm high on Oklahoma. We'll talk more. Uh, we'll actually talk specifically about the Sooners. Coming up, top of the hour, Jason Kersey covers Oklahoma for the Athletic. He will join us, get his thoughts on Oklahoma, what they've been seeing. Yeah, it, it is. It The hesitation for me, and I'll, I, I should probably share this for a little bit later on the hour when we break down the Big 12. The hesitation is, do I believe that they have the talent to win multiple games in the playoff? I just don't know yet. But they're really, really good. To me, not having a leak-proof offensive line Mm -hmm. is huge. Which they've had for years. Right, because they've always had NFL guys up Mm -hmm. front. And to go against the Alabamas of the world, the Georgias of the world, it's tough if you can't pass protect and you can't move people in the run game. Right. And, yeah, so we will uh, we will see. But, I, 
Yeah, I know the the Iowa State game is looming there. September 4th. Uh, <laughs> how did you guys pull that game off? You guys got a home game against I mean, Oklahoma? Hey, big programs do big things. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a famous alum Sean King had to get on the phone and talk you, to They're going to get off that plane. It's going to be eerie in the boot. Nolens. They're going to be driving to the stadium, little quaint stadium, and nestled in a nice little upscale neighborhood, and they're going to get out, and, man, where are we? And before you know it, Green Wave is up 21-0. <laughs> At least that's what I'm hoping happens. That's, that's what yeah. every night you just uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping you see in your, in your visions. Uh, early game, I believe, right? Noon kickoff or 11 a.m. So it's Central knowledge? I don't like that. I don't like that. You don't like that? Yeah, but, like, it's supposed to be an 8 o'clock game. Prime time. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't know if you're going to be running any uh, networks nowadays. Uh, let's put Tulane in prime time every single week. No, just against – they're going to upset Oklahoma, so you <laughs> want people to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to some realistic <laughs> wagers. But I can dream. Hey. Hey, yeah. right now, why not? Yeah, I can dream. Yeah. I have my little Tulane pin on my uh, lapel. For, for that week. I want you to wear your jersey in on uh, on Friday. I have it. Do you? Yeah. Kind of tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little snug. Yeah. yeah. I want you to wear that on Friday. Well, uh, Friday of heading into Labor Day weekend, it'll be a it'll be a getaway day type of show, and uh, you come in wearing your Tulane jersey. I just might oblige you. All right. We will uh, we'll do that. Or if they beat Oklahoma, I'll wear the jersey. I don't know if I'm if you'll grace me with allowing me to wear that. Probably not. I mean, we saw your form. You know, you know on your athletic in action pictures. So, ah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want you don't want yeah. that. We don't just put everybody. Yeah, that's true. In the two lane. That's that's a good point. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers have completed a a nice little shutout there of the St. Louis Cardinals, two to nothing. Corbin Burns doing Corbin Burns things. Uh, he goes six scoreless, but let's get to uh, the Padres because the Padres, the last time we were uh, given an update on this game, I was like, all right, here come the Padres. You had Cronenworth with the inside the park homer. Tommy Pham went yard. Oh, oh, now Charlie Blackman's going to hit a two-run jack, and then Cron's going to hit one, two. It's seven to three. The Rockies now lead the Padres. Hot garbage. That's what San Diego currently is when it comes to the game of baseball. They're not doing anything well. They're not hitting the ball consistently at the plate. Their starters aren't getting deep enough into games. Their relievers are giving up runs when they come in the game. I mean, right now, it's just a dumpster fire. I'm trying to see. And when you look at this schedule, I don't see any pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for the next couple of weeks. We need to. Um, they're not up right now just because they both played. But uh, Cincinnati to make the playoffs, I think, could be an interesting play. At DraftKings. They lost to the Cubs. Don't talk to me about Cincinnati. <laughs> well, you bet them tonight. As did I. Yeah. But someone has to make the playoffs. They, they're not going to say, uh, the Dodgers are ahead by enough. They don't have to play. Someone's making that fifth uh, spot. And I feel like the Padres at plus 106 to miss the playoffs. Or I actually would rather play the Reds at plus 118 to make the playoffs. With hmm. the way the Padres are playing right now, I don't know. I, I just... I might take the Red Sox the way they're playing, not to make it. That's true. The Yankees are rolling. Lost again today. 
Uh, Yankees shut them out two to nothing uh, and swept that doubleheader. Five three, two zero. There was a uh, there was a big transaction today in the NFL, and it was not Jamal Adams. It was something else. We'll discuss that and what it means to this team and the Sunshine State. It's the nightcap here on Visa. VEASAN COLLEGE FOOTBALL BETTING GUIDE IS HERE. START YOUR FOOTBALL SEASON ON THE RIGHT FOOT WITH OUR EXPERT ANALYSIS AND PICKS FOR CONFERENCE CHAMPIONS, HEISMAN HOPEFULS, AND PLAYOFF TEAMS, PLUS POWER RATINGS FOR EVERY TEAM. NOW IS ALSO A GREAT TIME TO GET YOUR ALL-ACCESS VEASAN SUBSCRIPTION, INCLUDING OUR COLLEGE AND PRO FOOTBALL BETTING GUIDES, ALONG WITH EVERYTHING WE OFFER FOR THE ENTIRE FOOTBALL SEASON. GET YOUR COLLEGE BETTING GUIDE, for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial, head over to vsin.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vsin. Also, make sure to download the iHeart app and listen to vsin anytime you want for free. Beautiful. The vsin app too, Sean. Lots of ways to listen to vsin for free. Uh, and you could follow us at RealSeanKing, at OneTimMurray on Twitter. Uh, we're going to talk some Big 12, continue our conversation. We got into it a little bit there with Thor uh, at the top of the hour. Jason Kersey will join us top of the next hour, beat reporter for the Oklahoma Sooners. And we'll just, you and I, break it down. The Big 12 coming up in just a little bit. I know uh, you've, been, you've been wanting to chomp at, uh, I can't do that. I think the Horned Frog is, the, all, the, all the Texas schools have some sort of hand signal. Right. And I, the horned frog is like something. Uh, is that gang gang or? Uh, I think it's like this. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what the horned frog Presume is. Zoom to know. <laughs> um, so I know USF was this, and I think that's Texas or. Well, Texas, you gotta you gotta put the thumb out too. Horn. Oh, yeah, I don't but don't know. do the horns down. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. I, hand signals are. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, well, we'll talk. We'll talk more Big Twelve here in just a little bit. Um. <laughs> There were some there were some bets out there, and we talked about uh, a couple, uh, and they got the one that we talked about in particular at stations here in town got voided because he didn't make the team, hmm. and it wasn't a surprise. It was over under two and a half touchdowns for Tim Tebow, and the stipulation was has to play week one, and that's why when we talked about it on the show, I said, well, don't make this bet because he's not going to be on the team. Just gonna get your money back. So everybody kind of made a big to do about him getting signed. This was inevitable, Sean. I feel bad for, for who? Tim Tebow. Why? Well, because the scrutiny. No one else is watching what the third and fourth string tight end is doing from a cutoff backside of a run play <laughs> standpoint in a preseason. You know, but because he's Tim Tebow, it's like Okay, let me find something that he was deficient at doing. You know, he runs a route, and the quarterback scrambles. And, of course, the scramble drill happens, and someone else catches a ball that could have been intended for him, and it's like, oh, they shouldn't be that close. Like, the spacing is wrong. Like, did Tebow run the wrong route? Like, he just – I get it. It was over the top in a positive way for him at first, but it's really been – 
in my opinion, a, a negative aspect of being Tim Tebow after that initial, like, wave of, of positivity because, like, no one else is looking at a third and fourth string tight end. Is he cutting off the backside of a run play? I I didn't get hot and bothered by – actually, there I got frustrated with the baseball thing uh, because I felt like there were times in which he were he was taking away – from opportunities of younger prospects, but whatever. I mean, in the minor leagues, come on. Well, yeah, he didn't. He, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. It, it, it's 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 bridging under the water. This didn't bug me. It really didn't. He was part of a extended roster, and his college coach wanted to come in. And I think we mentioned it last night. I actually think this benefited Trevor Lawrence greatly, because if you talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars, it was. Talking about Tim Tebow, what's it talking about the number one overall pick? Yeah. I actually do think this was beneficial to Trevor Lawrence. This never bugged me because I never thought he was going to make the team. And I think Urban Meyer, I wouldn't say he would lose the locker room, but it wouldn't be looked upon very well if he had made the 53-man roster. But everyone had to have known. And and for, by, by, by the way, by all accounts, Tim Tebow's a great dude, yeah. right? He's a humanitarian. I think he's actually really good on the air. I think he's a really quality analyst. Here, here, to me, here's the problem. He should have had him audition at quarterback. Like, playing tight end means that I have to put my hand in the ground. Right. And those are grown men on <laughs> defensive lines. Yeah. Like, those are grown men. No, that's 6'4", 285, of pure muscle, strength, explosion, and speed. Like, you, you don't just, okay, I'm going to go – play tight end. Like, that takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of mental toughness. Like, to go down there, and it was a, I challenge anyone, if you have enough money, get an NFL franchise to allow you to put the uniform on and just spend one practice anywhere close to a defensive lineman, and you will have a completely different outlook on the amount of physicality that exists in that portion of the game of football. Man, those guys are like bears. They touch you, you fly. <laughs> so, I mean, he had no shot to play tight end. But I think what Taysen has done in New Orleans shows that there's a place for kind of an X factor on offense. There's a goal line package. There's a short yardage package. Like, there's some trick plays that you can run with Tim Tebow. I wanted to see him get a chance to do that for the Jaguars because I think it's a, it's a good – kind of a mix-up curveball for a team that doesn't have a lot of established talent as we sit here in August of 2021. How do you think this Jaguars team fares? To me, I think they're getting a little too much love. Um, You know, as I talked about... What's that total? Six for the Jags? Yeah, it's six. Or is it nine? I think we inverted that there. It is six. Six, right? Uh, Over-under win total is six. They're a favorite on the road week one. Granted, it's the Texans. But you're a one in fifteen football team, and you're a favorite week one on the road with a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback uh, by over a field goal. By the way, so here's where I get concerned, and and here's the only reason I look at the schedule, not for strength of schedule. All I look at is quarterback matchups. Mm-hmm. So week one, as we sit September of 2021, Trevor Lawrence not a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. Week two. He's not going to be a better quarterback than Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. He's not a better quarterback than Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill, Tua. He has the potential 
to eventually be better than those guys. But this year, when those games happen, Jacksonville's not going to have the best quarterback in any of their up, up until the bye week. So those first six games. So they could theoretically lose all six. It's a quarterback-driven league. It really is. Drew Locke's better than Trevor Lawrence right now? Yeah, he's got experience. He's had success. Trevor still hasn't thrown a touchdown or interception yet. He's not of the Andrew Luck ilk where he walks in. And... We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, though. I, I think this, there's a little too much love for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Big 12. Did Oklahoma's conference terrain again? It is the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, head over to Indeed.com backslash credit. It is the nightcap here on 
V-Sin. We'll, we'll dive into this a little bit more. You're dancing. You're feeling it. I like the little music when we come from break. Me too. Yeah. Got a good, good, good jingle to it. I'm going to teach Aaron this move. <laughs> it's called a Doolittle. <laughs> Doolittle? Yeah. You stand in the corner and just do this. Just this little bit right here. It's called a Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> did you learn that in Tampa or did you learn that in Tulane? I think I saw it watching a comedy show one night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Doolittle, that's what the Padres are doing right now. They're doing little, and they have uh, lost again. They lose in Colorado, lose 7-3. to three, And the San Diego Padres, as of this moment, Sean, mm. are 12 games back of the first-place Giants in the NL West. Mm. 12 games back. Now, they still <clears throat> own... That final wild card spot ahead of the Cincinnati Reds by a game and a half. Both the Reds and the Padres losing tonight. Phillies are losing, so that might help. Three uh, one right now in the seventh. Yeah, the Phillies. Phillies got to be more focused on the uh, the NL East, uh, which, by the way, Mets losing right now uh, could be headed to their fifth consecutive loss. Three to two right now. Giants lead the New York Mets, and as you mentioned, the Arizona Diamondbacks lead the Philadelphia Phillies, the Arizona, or excuse me, the Atlanta Braves, as of this very moment, have a two-game lead over the Phillies and a four-game lead over the Mets in the NL East. If both these results hold true, they'll have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Phillies and a four-and-a-half game lead over the New York Mets. How about that? A 14-to-1 ticket, quiet, quietly alive. There for Get the Atlanta it. Braves. Get it. Uh, we'll see. But uh, the Brewers won again today. They keep rolling. And uh, the Giants, as I mentioned, on uh, playing. And, and uh, Right quick, what are the Brewers currently to uh, win the World Series? Let's see. Um, team Futures winner. Uh, the Brewers to win the World Series at DraftKings this very moment, plus 850. Plus 850. At this very moment. I'm going to shop that. No, I'm going to shop around, see the best price I can get. Because I think they've done enough where... I think they're viable. I do, too. Yeah, I think they're viable. We've talked about it quite a bit. I mean, I stack up their top end of the rotation to anyone in the league. True. Uh, and the back half, too, with Josh Hader. Uh, the lineup makes me a little bit nervous, but you got Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta trotting out there. Good luck with an ERA of 2.18, 2.13, 2.26. Pretty good. Not too shabby. And then... Closing the game, Josh Hader with a 1-7. So, and Devin Williams, rookie of the year last year, setup guy, 2.28. They've got themselves quite the staff. Uh, I think the Brewers are, are absolutely viable, and and we will see. Braves are getting hot though, so uh, that could be something to uh, certainly keep an eye on. But I got to see the Braves beat somebody, beat oh, someone of quality. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, think they're just in a good point in their scheduling, for sure. Yeah, yeah they got the beat up on the Nats and. Now they're beating up in the Marlins. Eventually the Mets will get there, but I don't know if it'll be too late. I know. It might be too late for the New York Mets. Well, it's 3-2 now, so they're on the comeback. But they got more games. When they get back home, it's Dodgers, Rock, uh, Giants again. Um, so we will see with the New York Mets. Jason Kersey from The Athletic covers Oklahoma will join us top of the hour. And uh, today we're going to break down the Big 12. We had a little uh, appetizer, some buffalo wings on the Big 12 talking to Thor Nystrom, and now we just jump into this conference. You know, I was looking at odds at a spot in town today 
the Westgate Superbook. The favorite in the Big Ten is Ohio State, minus 180. Favorite in the, in the SEC, Alabama, minus 180. Favorite in the Big 12, Oklahoma, minus 140. I think Oklahoma, in my opinion, Sean, has a better chance to win their respective conference than Ohio State and Alabama. Not saying that those two teams won't win it, but I would much rather bet Oklahoma than Ohio State or Alabama because I think Georgia's live. I think Wisconsin. I think Iowa could be tricky. Iowa State's very good. And Iowa State beat Oklahoma last year. But So there's that recency. True. And that's why I think all of this is kind of that perfect storm of this love for Iowa State. And, and I, I feel like I'm saying that Iowa State stinks. No, they don't stink. They're very, very good. And they bring back a ton of talent. They've got a great head coach in Matt Campbell. But as we talked about earlier in the show, I think September 11th against Iowa, tricky. Um, I think Oklahoma State at home, tricky. Texas, tricky. Oklahoma, on the road, in Norman. Short week, you have to go play TCU. So I think there are just spots in there, and there's just this assumption that Iowa State, well, they won the Fiesta Bowl. They beat Oregon. Awesome. They, they deserve to win that game. I I'm, think they're ready. I'm just a little, I'm I'm a, a little cautious on Iowa State. I mean. I'll be honest with you, Tim. Yeah. I think Iowa State is ready for the Iowa, the Oklahoma-type games. Where they worry me is the at West Virginia, the at Texas Tech, the at Kansas State-type games. Because to me, that's the you can get up for big part of the yeah. transition that as a program you have to figure out. Because when you are the little cousin, mm-hmm. when you're a stepbrother, and you finally get called the big brother, I mean, you feel good about yourself. And you want to go and show that you're not just a big brother now, but you're the oldest big brother. And what happens is those other teams now have that chip on the shoulder. They're the little cousin. They're the stepbrother. And they've circled you coming to their home stadium. And to me, that's where if Iowa State's going to slip up, I think it's going to be in one of those nondescript conference games on the road. I, I don't disagree. Uh, I think Oklahoma State is a, is a tricky one. They'll be at home. Um, you know, and I, and I go back to the game in which Oklahoma lost to Iowa State last year. This was a weird part of the schedule for Oklahoma. You know, Spencer Rattler did not get off to a great start. They started 0-2 in conference play. Everybody wrote off Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They lost to Kansas State at home. They go to Ames. They lose that game by a touchdown. Spencer Rattler was kind of up and down. He got benched the next weekend against Texas. Mm-hmm. Came back in. They win that game in four overtimes. Ask Aaron Oster how I reacted to that one. I had, <laughs> I had Oklahoma laying, I think, just south of a touchdown. Very fortunate win. And then they started to get hot. And Spencer Rattler started looking like a big-time baller. And then they win the Big Ten championship game. Um, so I, for one, think this conference has a lot more parity than most people. You like – so – I think, really Max like Dug- T- I think yeah, Max Dugan like TCU. and TCU can beat anybody on a given Saturday. I really do. I think Texas with John Robinson and that run game, Dude, with the good. talent he's they have awesome. on defense, if, if Casey Thompson or Hudson Cord, the two quarterbacks are in the competition, can pick up Sarkeesian's system, I think Texas can beat all these schools on any given Saturday. I just look at this conference, and I don't see the disparity 
that I think some people see, and I, I get it. Oklahoma's won the last six championships, but I think that gap is closing. I think that gap is closing. You said they were 0 2 in the conference last year. They were. Year. Lost to Kansas State, and they lost to Iowa State. Yeah. I'm just, I, I think there's some tricky games. I think there's some tricky games in the Big 12. I think there's even more of a group effort to take advantage of these last couple opportunities to beat Texas and Oklahoma by the rest of the conference teams because they're feeling like they're abandoning them to go to the SEC. So that energy is going to be there as well. I just think it's going to be a tricky path for Oklahoma. I think they're far from a no-brainer to make it seven in a row. I really do. Speaking of Texas, they opened the season with a top 25 game. Now, when this game was scheduled however many years ago, Sean, no way did they think that Brian Mitchell's alma mater, Louisiana, don't call me Lafayette anymore, we're just Louisiana, (laughs) would be a top 25 team. You want to hear my little conspiracy theory about this game? The AP poll ranking them, I think, does Texas a big, big service. I think now those Texas players are like, oh, yeah, Louisiana's no joke. They're they're ranked. Sarkeesian is pounding that into their heads. So this is a number that opened 14, and over our shoulders, I believe, is eight, eight and a half. This, these first two games, Sean, are really going to be a, a, a teller to me what Texas is. If they could go to Fayetteville Week 2 and beat Arkansas. See, to me, that's a tricky game. Arkansas? Yes, because they have the whole offseason to get ready for Louisiana Lafayette. And Louisiana Lafayette's been good for two years. Right. So it's not like they're going to sneak up. It's not like they're Coastal Carolina last year. Right. You know, they know Louisiana Lafayette's a good team. Beat Iowa State last but year. Yeah. Sam Pittman has done an outstanding job at Arkansas from a competitive standpoint. It's hard to go in the favor of Pig Suey. Woo! Okay. Woo! Pig Suey. Yes. They played Georgia. Tough. Everybody that went through almost was in a dogfight. And to me, that's a dangerous game for Texas. First road game for whichever young quarterback is starting. Hostile environment. Arkansas trying to get a program-changing win against a big, high-profile program like Texas, that's a dangerous spot for me. I very much agree. And I think I, I have a feeling Texas is going to come out ready to go, take care of business week one, good chance they cover, win by 10-14, feeling good about themselves. You're going to Fayetteville, night game. Yeah, I forgot the Kendall Browse angle. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall Bryles is there now. So that that could be a tricky spot there for Texas. We'll talk more about Texas, about Oklahoma, TCU. Max Dugan. What about Kansas? And Lance Leipold? Come on. No? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not so much with Kansas. But uh, the Big 12 is uh, maybe it's not a slam dunk for Oklahoma. Also, what about Oklahoma to win the title? Can they do it? Talk to Jason Kersey from The Athletic. That's Sean King, former Tulane. Green wave, great. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.